Wait, why are you so negative about your own show? It's not even a show. It's like I just go on there and like, you know, talk about it's like, a, it's like a it's like a it's like a diary. Like if you if you yeah. want to listen to a diary of a 38 year old gay man. That hurt you to say that, didn't it? That hurt. <laughs> I could feel the pain no, of your I was, voice saying that. Well, I I was trying to think of what to say. I was like, okay, do I say a 30 something? Cause that used to be like a TV show. Do I just mm-hmm. go ahead and start saying 40 something early or, you know, but I mean, it's just, it's just like, you know, one person going on a thing recording. It's like a vanity project, you know, it's just like, hi guys, you know, I, I brushed my teeth this morning, but, it, but if you, if people like that kind of thing, by all means, go listen oh, to just, it. I'm Jesus dying here. Christ. I'm dying I've here. I've never Come heard on. so many. I know. I've never heard someone spend so much time saying, don't listen to his own show. <laughs> and from the podcast, dubious intent. Hashtag flexible to Daniel J. Brewer. Hi, Joe Vitanz. You know, uh, it's funny. Uh, Adam's personal journal podcast, Geeky Gay, uh, is actually set in the 1950s, which is ironic since this show is also apparently set. In- <laughs> I have a clip from one of the Geeky Gays. Do you want to hear this? It's like a... Sure. like, Dear Diary, today I woke up and I was very sad. I felt like the weight of the world was crushing down on top of me. I just couldn't get out of bed but then Sydney nuzzled me with her nose and she wanted me to take her out let her pee in the grass so I did there you go Joey isn't that that's great that's, you uh... sound like you sound like James <laughs> on Big Brother can I try, I don't even can, think I sound like that I think I have an episode too really oh here wait oh, uh, wow. wait. yeah uh, here let me cue it up for you go ahead go ahead go ahead okay, thank you I don't even know why they Whataburger should put on the sign that they close early on Sundays. Mark and I went there expecting we were going to have a Whataburger and some french fries with their fancy ketchup they make in-house, and I showed up and they closed at 7 on Sunday. They didn't tell anybody. People, this is why Donald Trump is going to win. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> hi, Daniel. Brewer. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Adam's glad we're only doing I'm, of this I'm show. also on dubious intent. Yeah, well, he said he started by I saying you were on dubious intent. Here's the I thing. Know. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. What you don't know is that Adam is in the worst mood. It's like when when we showed up here to record, it was <laughs> I'm just in like a fantastic mood. Adam's just like, why are we wasting our time doing this? Adam, we wanted to 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 showcase you to our lovely RuPaul drag you race to, recap. You wanted audience. to like you wanted to like put out that what is it? You wanted to like. Tease me with one episode of a show with the two of you. Tickle your ass and then, with a feather, and then just like pull it away. Well, if you, if you like, liked drag, oh, well, if you like drag queens, you could. We'd, we'd love to have you as a guest. By the way, Adam, you're welcome to continue doing the podcast on your own. <laughs> That's right, you can do. <laughs> we'll it. see how that goes when I do recap shows on my own. Well, I think Ron's you know right. Adam had an award-winning podcast uh, recap <laughs> right. of the Sex fantastic recap. seminal show, literally seminal show, uh, <laughs> X Factor recap. Sex Factor, but that was that was truly a a horrible show, like horrible. No wait, I like don't know. How this is, might give it a run for two. Yeah, how is this one? I mean, <laughs> so, anyway. okay, let's just well, you know, I was gonna say this before we started, and then yeah. Joe said, "Oh, save it for the show." I just want to make a statement. Wait, wait, hold on for a second. We'll get right. We're going to get right to that. Yes. Okay. Okay. This week on this, by the way, I'm ad-libbing this people because these are our drag race listeners. Usually I write a script, no script for this, but it's going to sound like I wrote a script. Let's see if I can do it. Ready? This week, Robert Sepulveda bores us with his lack of personality while Lance Bass competes with him to top him for that prize. (laughs) Nick offends him by saying he wants to move to New Jersey. Charlie answers a question and Paul tells him he's never dated someone over six feet. In the end, though, 
He eliminated one black guy and some people that did what they were supposed to. <laughs> Ladies, any initial thoughts on the episode? Adam Burns. Well, my initial thought on the show in general is neither one of you. Okay, because you did make a comment before. Who's you? Joe, sorry. Okay. Joe, the one who asked me the question, did make a comment previously uh, when we were discussing it that uh, that it was a shallow show. And yes. that it was it was too shallow or something mm-hmm. like that. It was it was giving a bad name to gayness. Sure. And I just want to know: Do either one of you, and I, I already know the answer to this, but watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, which are shows that have been on for years on. Well, I don't even know what channel it is because I don't watch it. But millions ABC. of ABC, but millions of people tune into that, and they are the shallowest shows. So for you to make a for you to say that it's a it's a piece of shit because it's shallow or that it shouldn't yeah. be they do the same thing with straight relationships what's on the, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. Here? So are you saying it's not shallow because the Bachelorette and Bachelor are like this? Well, I just loads of people watch those shows. Yeah, but I think the difference your, that doesn't make it better. Yeah. The difference here, Adam, is is that let's say you given a, a, a given the cast of say the Bachelor. They don't have a good chance of hooking up with each other. It's like here you have uh, a a prince charming who looks shockingly similar to the person that he's trying to find. It's like they all really kind of look alike. It's like it's like this is like any given gay bar in a metropolitan place. It's like any of those people could hook up with anyone. They all seem to like kind of like the same kind of people, a.k.a. their own kind of people. This isn't a case of, you know, there's one guy who's, you know, uh, looking for you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you put a bunch of women together, it's, it's obvious who the contestants are and who the, the prize is. In this case, if I was a contestant on this show, after meeting Robert, I would seriously be checking out the other contestants because it would be like, oh, my God, oh yes. you're, you're so much doesn't more Doesn't that open it up for more possibilities? If I mean, if you're going to – okay. That's not, wait, hold on, hold on. Want, let me address this because I think it goes to what you're saying. My problem with the show is, first of all, the, the fact that the, 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 the Bachelor and Bachelorette not being shallow or shallow isn't important, even though I will say – you know, I used to always hear women say you know, that they hated watching The Bachelor because they were like, oh, my God, why are you fucking throwing yourself at this dumb guy? And now I come completely understand it because for a lot of the contestants i'm like you're so much better than this guy why are you doing this and we'll get to this on the show but not only that above that it's trying to squeeze homosexual romantic relationships into a heteronormative scale which doesn't really apply to us in theory you can have a bachelor who picks both of them and they're a thruple right you know like it's it's trying to squeeze us into a, a norm that isn't us, and it's really really uncomfortable because again because you can date a contestant. I if someone was putting me through the ringer, I would be like fuck that. I'm not gonna. I'll just go date Charlie. By the way, I want to date Charlie. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know them enough. Which one's Charlie? Well, we'll introduce them. Okay. You'll see. I I would. Well, see now I think you're swinging the other way because you're basically. Well, to me, what you just said was. And this is going to, I don't know, maybe I have a negative viewpoint of what homosexual relationships are, but you started out not in the show, but in our conversations as saying it was too shallow. But now you're saying it's trying to be too heteronormative, which I would say is the opposite of shallow. I would think gay relationships were. So are you saying you want it to be more shallow? You want more like. No, oh, they're all no. trying to hook up with it with no, each wait, other. Wait, in the... wait here's the, you're putting a value that in terms of like if gay people don't try and and live like heterosexual people, then therefore it's negative. Yeah, it's also it's kind of one of those things where you have a very prevalent stereotype 
for a good portion of the, the middle of the country that gay people just have these crazy, you know, wild sexual relationships, right? They're, they're just like, there's, that was the argument against gay marriage for the longest time. It's just like, well, they're just, they're just in it to hook up. They have 300 partners a year or 3000 partners a year. And they, you know, they're not uh, monogamous at all. So to put this show on and say like, oh, here you go. Here's, here's normal gay people having, these are not normal gay people. These are like, these are like club kids. I mean, they're, I mean, yeah. I get it's it a, because it, it makes, kind. it makes for good TV, but it's kind of like, so you're saying straight, from, straight uh, relationships are such the norm in our society that you don't have to quite, you don't have to question that. Whereas gay relations, a lot of people don't know a lot of things about gay relationships. And so now it's just kind of a reinforcement of this. Oh, they're a bunch of shallow assholes that just like, they like looking at themselves in the mirror so much that they want to date someone that looks yeah. like themselves. So oh, can also, one of you say what about this show is trying to be hetero? Because I, I just want to be clear, separating like, na- separating out the 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 suitors from the the prince. That's a very yeah. you know most. Gay why related- do they have to go for this one guy? That that comes from a very patriarchic you know kind of a. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like you know a lot of gay relationships are much more equal than straight relationships. There's there's not a, an obvious breadwinner. There's not an obvious like. Uh, and we'll play clips today that sort of highlight this actually. It's also the I, thing, but the thing that got me about it, Adam. Maybe we're gonna do more than one episode. The thing that got me about no, Adam doesn't want to do anything. Adam's like, "Fuck you guys!" I was like, "I <laughs> I made time on my Sunday to be here, and goddamn it, I'm not coming back." <clears throat> is that true? My contract. <laughs> no, it is whatever, whatever. We we are doing a show right now. We are not right. talking about what I said five minutes before we hit record. No, I am. That's fine. I am in recording mode. Um. No. So, but okay. Um. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. No, hopefully not. Right. We I have, we, you know, we have I an mean, entire I mean 30 more this, minutes. Yeah. I mean, about this topic, this is about the, the, the format of the show. Okay. They based the format of, look, I am not saying that I love these types of shows in general to begin mm-hmm. with because I never watch The Bachelor. I go over to my parents' house and they are like, I don't even understand. They are the biggest Bachelor watchers that I have ever seen. I mean, they're church going, whatever, whatever. And yet, they watch The Bachelor. I mean, I think if the pastor knew that they watched The Bachelor, he'd like kick him out of church or something. Because I mean, really, someone what? going on a game show to find their, you know, mm-hmm. the, their life partner or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, but so that being all that being said, the reason they're doing the format they're doing is because they're basing it on a popular format that's already out there, i.e., The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So, but that's a format that works works for straight people. It's like saying like, it's uh, let's do the gay version of Let's Get Pregnant. <laughs> But what did you expect? The title of the show is Finding Prince Charming. Did you expect something else? Like when you no, turned it on? No, we knew we gonna, we knew we were gonna like it from the beginning. But let me tell you this: someone I was talking to today, Daniel Brewer's best friend, Mike Lawson, had suggested that perhaps <laughs> a gay version of Big Brother would be way more interesting. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, yeah, in this case, you know, uh, are you done with your initial thoughts, Adam? Yes. Okay, my initial thoughts on this whole thing was it was a very they are so hypocritical it's just like almost every single one of them you could pull a clip where they're just like uh you know well i know that you're never going to find love unless you're looking if you're looking for love so i'm not i'm not here looking for love it's like that's the entire point of this show yes you are here looking for love i know well also the that's also my problem with the show as well is that the the prince charming himself is flawed He's a flawed person. Joe, that's unfair, Joe. This man uh, is the head of a nonprofit organization. He's founded yeah. a nonprofit organization, Joe Batance, uh, to paint some sidewalks 
rainbow color or some crosswalks rainbow color and he couldn't even, and the organization couldn't even accomplish that i want you to under, i want you to picture this now he's the he, he founded an organization to paint crosswalks in rainbow colors now you would think oh okay there's a big fundraiser we're going to raise money to have some paint maybe the local businesses will upkeep that area whatever no 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 it, it was to raise money to lobby the local government to paint the street in rainbow color so you, you were any money you donated to his organization was not going to buy paint or to do anything like that he wanted the 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 city to cover all that he was just going to lobby it and uh and whatnot can you imagine he was talking to his fancy friends like guys i've assembled you all here because i'm starting i want to start doing good for society i assembled an organization like oh robert we're behind you what how can we help you what do you need to help our our community okay you guys ever cross the street (laughs) and uh, i've crossed streets before did you guys ever see the movie thor Like, I feel like the streets don't have enough homosexual representation. Yeah. I feel like the rainbow bridge at a Thor should be here. Uh, I don't think I've ever crossed the street, but I think we're going to really help the community <laughs> by painting them the colors of the freedom, the freedom colors. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So we'll just go to the local hardware. Nope. I need you guys to write me some fat checks. <laughs> and so anyway. Let's Isn't get everyone flawed, though? No. Adam, this is a recap show. This is not a Descartes, you know, we're not Cartesian uh, recap podcast where we're going to talk about, like, <laughs> deep philosophy right now. You said he's flawed. I'm just saying, isn't everyone? Oh, this guy is flawed. Let's just say if you, were, if you were in a, in a cave and you could only see the reflections of uh, the Prince yeah. Charming up on the wall, then you wouldn't Let's know what true princeness was. Ne- has never stepped, stepped in the same river twice. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> But he, but he's gone to that ocean shot like nineteen times. That that one, he just keeps. It's like oh, they yeah. they filmed him on Malibu like one day, and it's just like an endless yeah. loop of him like going into the ocean that way. So. We have guys. We are not going to finish this. No, we're not. Just go, go, go forward, go forward. All right, let's open it up by literally. They find the least charismatic person to be <laughs> Prince Charming, and then they go, hmm. Well, let's just find someone to host a show. The least charismatic person. Lance Bass. So here's a clip of them talking. We are going to talk over this clip. Okay. Wow. Here we are. Here we are. About to embark on this crazy experience. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, now, this crazy. is a game changer. I mean, it's 2016. Yeah. Game changer. And there has not been an all gay dating show. Now, there was a dating show that was gay. No, but they weren't all gay. I know. I know. That was that's his like, little out there because they had some straight people on it. So this is the That's kind of like the beginning of this pod- podcast. Wow. Here we are. I know. He's just, <laughs> can you hear the excitement in their voice? Well, I'm going to enjoy this. Um, Woo! This is an amazing way to, to really... I'm using words like amazing and exciting, and yet my vocal tones do not convey now, any of those emotions. Some of these guys might be going in the house thinking it's summer camp, wanting to hook up. Sure. I want to go to that summer camp. If that happens. Well, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing tonight. I really want to get what is like, he going to do? Oh, what can he do? Thinking they're doing. He, yeah, Joe, he's going undercover. You don't understand. Oh, this right. is so stressful for him. So he's lying to these people. He says nothing while he's undercover. <laughs> and he spends what six or seven clips torturing himself about. Ah, oh, I feel so bad. I hope they'll forgive me for lying to them. That I can. Um, continue. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, yeah. every single one of them was like, I bet you Prince Charming is here. I bet you he's one of us. It's probably you. Let me hear part. I think my favorite it is going to be. Definitely. And we're going to find you true love. Good. Ready for this? Yeah, cheers to that. All right, cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to love. To love. Thank you, oh, I passed. Well, he goes, Lance goes, I am so excited. I think I, I, think, I, think, wait, I think I can get there. Basically. Well, I'm excited. I am so excited <laughs> Are you? to be next to you. Are you? Robert doesn't believe it. Are you? 
the other thing that got me about this clip is if <laughs> if you watch the the show because unfadly sadly I have to watch the show more than once to do this um the 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 levels of their cocktails drastically drop it's just like uh oh really so it's like that i'm excited that probably wasn't even the only take of that he probably said i'm excited other times and then took a drink and then they're like oh, can you can we do that excited bit again lance <laughs> lance we're gonna drink. we're gonna need a little more excitement out of you lance just just a just a little bit more okay okay i got it i got it it's like they both started at the beginning of that clip they both had full drinks and at the end of that clip which by the way that clip is only a minute and 15 seconds long at the end of that clip their drinks are both empty I am so excited. I'm so excited. I just can't can't hide hide it. it. Yeah. All right. So uh, what happened? We're going to do like a kind of brief overview of the show because there's some clips I want to bring in that don't fit anywhere else. But, uh, you know, Robert goes undercover and then they bring all the guys in and then Lance introduces a game where people have to tell a little bit about themselves and uh, add a hashtag. But I want (sighs) you to hear Lance Bass's hashtag for himself. All right, I think we all need to get to know each other a little better, so we're going to play a little game called Tell Me About Your Hashtag Self. All right? (laughs) So how we play this game, one at a time, you're going to come up here, tell a little bit about yourself, and then I want you to describe yourself in one hashtag. My hashtag would be like, hashtag, if I can find love, you can definitely find love. All right? Okay. Yes. You are a famous pop singer mm-hmm. who's super rich. No, you don't understand, Joe. He has had such a difficult time finding love. And if he, if he, a successful boy band member from the uh, from the nineties, uh, who has been on multiple TV shows before, if he can find love, Joe, then anyone can. And like one of the most famous gay, like gay people, just be just because he's like a famous gay guy would be crawling <laughs> over themselves. Now, if they had Clay Aiken as the host, <laughs> I could I could accept that hashtag. No, because even then, no, no. Oh my God, Clay Aiken. I don't know. When he was on American Idol, he was semi okay looking, maybe. Wow. But he has just his face has gotten longer and longer and longer. I'm looking at him right now. (laughs) The the older he's gotten, (laughs) I would, I would, I'll I'll go out with Clay. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, if he if he was the host, that that would be a good hashtag for him. He would be a better host than Lance. (laughs) <laughs> oh God, Jesus Christ! He could say Terry Shiva would be a better host than Lance Bass. <laughs> okay, what, what, what would what would what Terry would be Shiva. your? I'm just curious, Joe Batanz. What would your hashtag be? Oh, that's a good one. My hashtag would be um, I don't know. What's your hashtag, Daniel? Mine would be like this. I don't know, like hashtag hashtag you're stupid. It's just like uh, this is kind of one of those. Uh, the, the, the long and tortured history of the hashtag. It actually had an original purpose and it's been so bastardized and twisted now. It's just hashtag I love Google. <laughs> exactly. It's just kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like anytime you hear this is so like right out of a corporate playbook. Like, have you ever been to like one of those like, uh, you know, getaway thing? You know, like, uh, all right, we're here today for training on la da da. Hi, I'm Bob, your trainer today. And you know what? Just to get to know everyone here, I got this crazy game we're going to play. It's just like so right out of that book, right? right? This is like, ugh, oh, this shit. It's just one more, one more awkward way to get people to say, hi, I'm X. I'm X years old and I'm from blah, blah, blah. Well, and, it's, it, and I'm really ahead. hoping that I can learn how to make a lot of money out of the seminar. Well, I think it's also one of these things where it's like it's people who are not original or cool trying to be like, this is how I'm original and cool. I'll give myself a hashtag. <laughs> I'm just original and cool. I don't need a hashtag. Thank uh, you. Well, one of the most frustrating things about this show was how they made it seem like the audience. I, 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 one of the things I felt watching this show was that the people behind this show hate gay people. <laughs> 
or have a very <laughs> negative view of gay people. So, for instance, the people, a lot of the guys on the show were already very hot. I mean, one of them was like a gym bunny, admittedly, you know. Well, several and several of amazing, them are personal yeah, trainers, right? Amazing bodies, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, I can't wait till Robert takes off his shirt. Now, so what I did was I pulled a clip to show you the editing, the way they built the show up. You're going to hear the commercial break in here. Because I'm going to show you that they built it up so much. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they went to commercial break for him taking his shirt off. You're right. He's going to take his shirt off. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And that, that's, that's where it goes commercial. to commercial. Then they come back. He's going to take his shirt off. Oh my god. I'm dying. Dead. Full blown dead. <laughs> Full blown dead. Dead. Daniel. For him to, like, there are yes. at least eight other guys in that pool with bodies just as good, if not better than his. I would say better than his, yes. Uh, it's not like he whipped his dick out. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, this is the, the unseen hand of the producers, too, right? It's like, we have to build this up. But yeah, that says something about a show where that is a dramatic moment, is him taking his shirt off. And uh, speaking of him whipping his package out, as I, I was told to say earlier, <laughs> did you guys see the article that I, I can't remember the name, but I sent you guys the article where he was a rent boy before. Yes. And apparently there were all these nude photos of him. Now that, that his member is worthy of them before the break saying, oh, He's going to whip it out. Oh, he's going to whip it out. Oh, my God. I can't wait. And then, you know, go to commercial break. At least to me, it was it was a pretty impressive full on um, dead or whatever. It was it was it was pretty impressive. I'm so glad I gave that speech to you. What's what speech about what the language? Because (laughs) look, look, he would like, I'm not going to lie. You know, I was just drooling at the mouth to see his member. (laughs) I don't understand what I'm not supposed to say. Daniel said dick. I said dick as well. You can say dick. Uh, By the way, in the chat, we have people in the chat room here tonight because we're doing this before the DI show. Uh, Allegory in the chat room says, thanks for watching Charming so we don't have to. (laughs) And uh, seriously, yeah, RT Cruiser's hashtag would be automobimaniac. Automobimaniac. I don't know. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was how shallow and awful Robert is. Just shallow and awful, an awful, <laughs> awful human being he is. Awful. So I pulled two clips that aren't I, – because I pulled – the most of the people I pulled were people who were important in the story. But so these people we're talking about weren't important in the story, so I pulled them here. Mm-hmm. But, um, Daniel, please play clip number four. Uh, Brandon is athletic, uh, handsome. But last night, it seemed like Brandon was talking to everybody else but me. So I'm a little concerned. Super attracted to you, and that's a great way to get to know someone. You're attracted to them, so let me let me ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. Go talk to him. Yeah. Oh, look that. There, look, there's that handsome athletic guy. What a fucker. He's not talking to me. <laughs> Go up and talk to him. You're you don't understand, Joe. He's Come the on, prince. Joe. But he's the, the prince. The show is all about him. All about they should him. all be in line. How with, dare he? You know, with uh, with tickets. They should, you know he should hand out numbers and say, uh, number seven, it's your turn. See, this is the difference between having like uh, uh, these guys on there and like having some more intelligent people on there because that's such an easy thing to, to bounce back from, right? If Brandon wanted to bounce back from, he's like, you know what? I was so glad 
that you were the prince uh, because, you know, I found you really attractive and I didn't want to like, you know, be flirting with another contestant because I just thought that would be weird. And, she, and, you know, so I like I was avoiding you all night because I really was attracted to you. But then I found out you were the prince. It was, uh, I was so excited. Oh, wait. See what I'm saying? Did he say all – I remember why I pulled the clip. Did he say all night you were ignoring me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the other part too. Brandon didn't even know he was the fucking prince. <laughs> No one knew he was undercover. Yes. No, what a fucking idiot he is. He goes, I was undercover and he didn't come and hit on me. But he said, but then, and then if he would have been like, I don't know how I feel about Brandon. He didn't even know I was the prince and he was hitting on me. I think if he really wanted to find love, he'd be saving it for me. This fucker, I hate him so much. I hate and him. Brandon is one of those that probably has a nicer body than, oh, yeah. than, than he does. So I, I you know, no, I, he's I, probably I, feeling a little bit, a little self He's like, Oh, maybe this guy doesn't like me because he's hotter than I am. But you know, he didn't want to say that. But yeah, that that Brandon guy is is pretty smoking too. Oh, I would say yeah, Brandon's got a better personality and body than him. Yeah, probably. and a better story. I mean, he should be the prince. He's homeless, and then he worked himself <laughs> up for being homeless. Okay. All right. The other one is, and I'm gonna. Get, this, this is our only episode. I want to tell you guys this. Yes. Based on watching the show and then listening to it, and the way they build this guy's story, I think Chad is the winner. Chad is the one that was hashtag flexible. Yes. And then they just give him the nicest hero edit about like, oh, you know, I'm all oh, shucks. I just don't know what I'm saying half the time. I meant that I'm open to other ideas, right? I just, okay. I he just, becomes Adam all of a sudden. I, no, I, I love how he's like hashtag. No, I meant I was mentally flexible that I could do a bunch of different things at once. He's like, that's, that's not flexible. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's maybe mentally agile, perhaps. Maybe you're good at multitasking, but, that, but that's not flexible, sir. So anyway, the point, the reason I pulled this clip is he has just burned Nick, who he's going to get rid of later, right? Yes. Just like Nick's trying to talk to him. He's like, ugh, this guy, right? <laughs> and Nick's been such a nice guy, right? This chat is so boring so far. Robert is a boring, they're both boring, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to this conversation. All right, here we go. Well, that was the perfect hashtag. <laughs> Mr. Flexible. <laughs> Mortified. I yeah. That. I didn't mean it that well. Chad is a lot like me. Boring. He's playful and goofy and He's flexible. I mean, you know, flexibility is good. It's really good at times. You're very pretty nice. Thank you, too. Uh, you too, Mr. Flexible. <laughs> <laughs> They're so playful and goofy. Robert is so playful and goofy. Wait, when, does, when do we see that? When do we see the playful and goofy I know. part? When is he going to be playful or goofy? Neither one of those. I hate this guy. Okay, since we're running short on time, I'm actually going to jump to the end, okay. believe it or not. Uh, I think it's the most interesting part. It's my favorite part of this horrible show. <laughs> so there is a character on there, a nice-looking guy named Paul, okay? Uh-huh. And um, let's actually uh, – I think, I think we learn about this, but play clip number 22, Daniel. Uh, I think this is where we first meet Paul. I'm Paul. I am 34 from Dallas, Texas. I moved there with my ex, and we were engaged at the time. He passed away this last Thanksgiving, and I think that I have learned how to be a better partner as a result of being with him. The one thing that I think still makes me lonely and frustrated at times is that the experience of sharing a life is something that is so much more rich than experiencing it alone. Well, okay, well, now, so now in fairness, surface, in fairness, yeah. he's never experienced life alone, so he doesn't know that it's so much more rich. But you know. yeah, but okay, he lost his partner fairly recently. I did find out today that they taped it in June. All right, so best case scenario, they taped it in June. He said last Thanksgiving. So what? Best case scenario, six months ago, his partner committed suicide. Yeah, like, and now he's on this oh, show. Get over this. Yeah, and, on a and when? Show. And how early did you have to apply to be on that show? It's almost as if, you know, 
his, I didn't even think he, of that. He, he's a, he's attending the funeral for his partner who's just committed suicide with an with you know a clipboard in hand filling out the paperwork for the well. Guess I'm gonna need another boyfriend. So uh, just gonna. Oh, fill, I, see, I mean, that's. I see the the family's over and they're like, you know, Paul, we're really sorry for your loss. I mean, we lost our son. And uh, let's go through the mail here. So let's see. You mailed the death certificate to the Oh, my God. Wait, wait. What if the guy committed suicide because he found out he was applying for the show? Oh, that would pl- a plot twist. I just plot made fun twist. of it. I made fun of someone committing suicide. I'm sorry. I'm going to hell now. Okay. So the next clip, believe it or not, if you have not, if you're just, wa- if you're just listening to this, mm-hmm. I want to say this. If you were just listening to the show and you've never watched this show. You're going to think that I'm using hyperbole here, but this storyline is the primary storyline. You're not going to believe me for this show. And it all centers around the night, the very first night when Robert Sepulveda, Prince Charming, is undercover pretending to be one of the guys. And he has a casual conversation with Paul, who we just met. Paul happens to be tall. Robert's kind of tall. And then they have this conversation. I think you're the tallest one here. How tall are you? I'm Dylan. Well, I usually am in most places. What are you, like 6'3"? 6'3"? Okay. Good call. Tall, too. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm 6'2 um, on a good day. So are you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know, it's the strangest thing. So all of my exes have been 5'11 and below. Okay. How does that make you feel? Most guys are shorter than me, uh-huh. so it makes it easy. But you generally go for tor- short, yeah. short guys. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we have that conversation. How does that make you feel? What, what kind of question is that? Yeah, oh, so all of your, so all of your exes are short. How does that make you feel? What, what? What do you mean? How does it make me feel? No, it's more contextual than that. I, Even he's like he's like I'm six three. I'm usually taller than everyone. So you normally go out with short guys. As I just said, I'm usually the tallest one in the relationship. Yeah, but it, here's a here's a polite way of me saying, yeah, I I date shorter guys because because I don't want to like say, yeah, moron. I just said I'm usually the tallest person. So by yeah, defect, he, by 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 uh, what am I trying to say? By uh, oh, shit. Anyway. Default. By big default. <laughs> yeah, he has, I mean, how many people are his height or taller? Yeah, yeah okay. He got, then, go, go ahead. <laughs> then Robert has a confessional with the show. Next clip. <laughs> I thought that we may have been a match, but I can't change what he is and isn't into. You know, I'm not going to shrink. So I'm definitely thinking exit stage left, please. Right, because, you know, yeah. at that point in time, he was A, a fellow contestant. Right. He's undercover. So mm-hmm. there's no way there was yeah. only four people there at that point in time, because uh, I think Paul was like the first person in or first or second person in. Yeah. And Robert was the third. Right. So it's just like there was there's not that many people there. So they're making awkward small talk to start with. But, yeah, that was kind but, but, of Robert started. He goes, oh, you're tall. Right. You're an inch taller <laughs> yeah. than me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and oh, guess what? Most of the guys I date are shorter. You know why? Because I'm freakishly <laughs> tall. Okay, I just want to say, though, there had to have been, they made such drama out of that. I, I They went oh, on and on about... Oh, you're going to hear. Okay. And so now, let's listen to this. Paul weighs in on this. Wait, hold on. There was something I wanted to say about his uh, his thing. Not his thing, but his... Uh, uh, I'll think of it. Well, it was I would talk about that, but Joe said I can't. He can't talk about his thing. Uh, it was that clip. Robert was over Paul. What was the, What is it he said in that clip? Never mind. I don't know what it is. All right, so I'll play the next one. Here we go. I feel like I was too honest. No, I'm afraid that I told him that all of my exes have been, like, below 5'11". Oh, so you think he's worried that... Maybe a little, I don't know. I need to do some damage control because I gave Robert the impression (laughs) that I wouldn't be attracted to someone like him. I'm not going to let tomorrow go by and not 
have that opportunity to talk to him. I remember what it was. So to me, this has been something that has uh, irked me my entire life, which is that people get to this this really thing where they have a very specific kind of guy that they like. And, and uh, I know you've yes. met I know you've met yes. people like this before, right? Uh, it's like mm-hmm. so to me, what that clip tells me is what the first clip tells me. The one where Robert was like, "Well, I can't get any shorter," so I guess I, is that Robert is one of those people. Robert's one of those people where he has a very specific set of criteria and they cannot deviate from that whatsoever. Like they could, we have a mutual friend, a mutual podcasting friend, the three of us do, and I will not mention any names who uh, will date someone and like every single thing will be checked off. Like, is he, is he tall? Yes. Is he good looking? Yes. Is he intelligent? Yes. But he will find one little tiny thing that he doesn't do. Right. Uh, he wears open toe shoes. Uh, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like one of those things where it's just like, it's, it's a very, right after Labor Day. Right. Exactly. We're it's done. Just like, yeah. We, that, that's what Robert seems to me to be. Because if you're going to really like if someone makes an offhand comment about, yeah, I'm usually the tallest one in the relationship. Well, I'm not tall. So I guess I'm out. It's like well, that, that implies to me that that's you. You are you can understand people doing that. So that must mean you're one of those people. So I think they're both that way because Paul obsessed yeah. about it the whole next day. Oh my God! Adam, I made that you, statement to you, him. Adam, you know, Adam just set up the clip. Daniel, what? Which one? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yesterday, there were some unanswered questions about height and maybe I'm not his type. So I definitely want to have some time with him to talk about, about it. We're still talking about it, and then Paul goes on. <laughs> I don't know how much he actually talked about it in real life, but literally the entire—I don't know how many minutes that that pool party segment was but they kept going back to paul and it seemed like every time he was talking about i don't think he's gonna like me because i made that statement last night right you're like oh my god you don't even need to make it up play clip 27 feeling more and more nervous as the day goes on that i sabotaged myself (laughs) oh making the stupid comment about the fact that all of my exes have been 5'11 or under so fine let's hope so i guess we'll find out tonight won't we (laughs) time is ticking away and i have not had an opportunity to tell robert my true feelings and several of the other guys have what what okay so what is this too it seems like this this random kind of he walks in and people just grab him i need to talk to you wait let's go inside and talking he's like you know i'm I'm gonna jump in here and interrupt you it's like that i would hate that i would hate that whole like just like, that is the way the bachelor, bachelorette, anything. They're all like fighting for the attention of the main uh, person. That's, oh, my God. So, pathetic. That, so that, pathetic. And that is why the whole premise of the I don't understand why my parents watch The Bachelor is because it's like this this fight. Like, you know, they have this one guy, this beefcake, you know, this rich, wealthy, smart attractive you know tan perfect body guy and these women are all like pouncing i mean they're just like oh my god you know pulling hair and gnashing of teeth and stuff it's the same thing they're all like pushing each other out of way i can't remember oh i know who it was and you may have a clip about this but um nick was sitting on the edge of the pool he's like okay it's my turn i'm gonna talk to this guy it's click it's uh, clip number nine I'm sweating way too much. I apologize. <laughs> it really, really is. I'm a sweater anyway. I apologize. It's our first elimination tonight, so I need to figure out who I have connection with. And right now, Nick is totally dripping sweat. Sorry, this is like yeah. a mess. I apologize. Um, Robert hadn't seen the spray on abs yet, and I'm hoping I never have to show him. So you're from Atlanta, I heard? Have you ever been to New Jersey? I 
have. Have you? Where? Paramus. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's about an hour north from, from where I am in Hamilton. I can see myself living maybe overseas, maybe okay. back in New York. Yeah, maybe Hamilton in Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Why is it like such a big deal? That he's sweating. It's June in LA. Yeah. He's yeah, he's a guy from the Northeast. Cool. So after that clip, <laughs> go ahead. Abby. After that clip, Robbie came up, swam oh, no. up with like some other guy, and then interrupted him. And Nick was like, he just kind of backed off. He's like, oh, okay, you guys go ahead and talk. You know, have your time. And uh, but, that, but that's, that's the way it was. Robert, that's why Robert eliminated him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, he, he didn't fight to talk idiot. to me. Okay. Well, I don't well, want. He doesn't happened. want a nice guy, Joe. Back at the pool party, yes. back at the pool party, Robert does a confessional. I didn't pull it. It was too short. But Robert basically says, like, I don't know if I'm in the pool. He didn't, he didn't come and try and talk to me about short people. Right? And so then he goes, hey, everyone, goodbye. It was nice hanging out with you. I have to go back to my pod. And, and, you know, I have to go back to my pod and unplug for a little bit. And then he starts walking out of the house. And Paul uses that moment to chase him down. Robert. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. I said something last night that wasn't reflective of what I actually feel. Wait, but what? We had all day to spend with each other, and I don't know why you think you don't need to be <laughs> as vulnerable as everybody else is being. You think you don't need to be? I don't get it. It's our first elimination tonight, so I was hoping to have some one-on-one time with everybody to figure out who I have a connection with. Paul didn't come and talk to me, so I'm oh concerned. I'm, I'm thinking about why. Why? I, I guess the part that is missing um, is that my... Um, my ex passed away. Ah, uh, 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 cringy. Um, and I have had a really hard time. Cue the sad music. Opening my heart mm-hmm. um, up since then. It's. I'm sorry to hear that. It's thank you. My ex go. came out when he was 18, and he was ostracized a lot. That scar never Ostr- healed for him. He yeah, he was ostracized for being short. <laughs> trying to prove to everyone around him that he was, he was good only five ten to be here. <laughs> On Thanksgiving of last year, he decided to take his own life. He couldn't handle it. That's the yeah. hardest thing that I've ever. My mom didn't make uh, the cranberry sauce. And I finally think that I'm ready to start putting myself out there again. Well, thank you. Because right, it's been so six months. What yeah. you're saying now? Paul took a risk. I'm still not sure he's ready for a relationship, but I'm yeah. just I'm not glad sure. that he was honest with me about it. So I'll see you later. Okay. Oh, right. Here's the stupid thing. They've blown this clip. They've blown the statement up in their minds to be so like we heard the original statement, which was just kind of a casual like, yeah, I'm usually the tallest one. <laughs> and now it's become this whole thing like that. He said that he hates all tall people. He hates everyone over the over the height of five eleven. He's like the height of like lurch or something. <laughs> of course, yeah. he's always the tallest. I one. know, but I'm just saying he's only. Like, all right, here's, but here's my question to you, Adam Burns. Let's go into pretend mode here. Let's do a little bit of role playing. Uh I want you now to give me the most exploitive reason to uh, to stay on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like I, I can do it if you can. All right, so, so we'll we'll start with Joe. Yeah, Joe, let Joe do it. Joe Batanz, Joe Batanz, I need you to give me the the most. Uh, Joe, you you didn't Daniel, talk. Daniel, you didn't, you didn't Daniel. talk to me today, Joe. Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. I I really want to continue doing this show. I I think what I didn't get across was I've been really busy. 
my mom's cousin's husband, Manny, <laughs> passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. And um, I'm so sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been really broken up about it. And um, I don't know. I just, I think it, I just wasn't being real when I said, oh, I'm on two other podcasts. <laughs> I didn't mean I can't do another podcast. I just meant I'm on two podcasts. Oh, okay, great. Thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad Joe took a risk and told me that <laughs> because I was thinking, I was thinking that I am so grateful podcast. that Joe was so honest with me. Yeah, and came I, out. Why would you come here and not and tell me that you are on two other podcasts? Clearly, you're competing to be on my podcast. <laughs> Let's paint some crosswalks. Let me ask you this question, Paul: Can you paint crosswalks? <laughs> what color would you be in the Freedom Colors? That is one of my questions. Okay, so I put, so Paul was initially going to be last, but did Joe? But and, d- wait, does Adam have? Do you have an exploitive reason to stay on the oh, show, yeah, I, Adam? No, I don't. Oh. Move forward, move forward. Oh, wow. Oh wow. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't. Part of your bad mood, Adam? No, I'm in a. I'm in a great mood. You know what, Joe? It's when I realized oh, that Adam was <laughs> in such a bad mood that I just kind of was feeding off of that. And, <laughs> I think really you just kind of caught me at a bad moment because Adam was in such a bad mood that I just I really didn't mean it when I said that I hated all redheaded people and that they have no souls. Like clearly, clearly I know that's not true. I mean, look at the Weasleys, right? I mean, they're like my favorite Harry Potter family. <laughs> I want to do a confessional as well. Ready? Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's a different one. All right. You know, I was going to continue doing the show, but Adam showed up in a bad mood. That makes me think he doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to do a show. Until he comes and talks to me and explains why he was in the bad mood. I don't know if I'm going to give him a tie at the end of the show. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to give him a microphone at the end of the episode. Excellent. Look, look, yeah. Joe, I can't do this voice. Oh, hi, I Joey don't know Boo-Hacker. if you know who I'm trying to be. But yeah, you're Joey Boohacker. Uh, I was going to do it, but, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I'm really busy with this. Betsy Carmichael thing, and uh, and uh, I've got to I got to spend a lot of time doing another uh, another GoFundMe page, and uh, but but don't think I don't like you because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on my next T-shirt, Joe. I'm gonna and, get a text uh, message right now. Mm-hmm. All right, no, that's the best I can do. I'm sorry, that's, that, that's okay. it. Moving along, okay. moving along, moving along. We have to wrap this show up. We only, we only got through literally one quarter of the stuff we're supposed to get through. All right. So Robert opens up to Lance about the people that he's thinking about um, not giving a tie to. By the way, you don't get a tie. By the way, again, this is a very visual thing, but they were sitting in like black ostrich skin chairs with some kind of black ostrich skin coffee table, and it was. Everything in that room was so black that it's like you couldn't tell where the surfaces started and end. You know what I'm saying? It was such a weird. Paul commented on it actually. He did. He says that the chairs were ostrich sized. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. What am I doing? Robert opens up to Lance. Robert opens up to Lance. Do you feel like you know the guys that probably will be going home right now, or are you still calculating this in your head? Calculate. You know, I'm still thinking about it, but I definitely have a few guys that I'm questioning. Um, Paul. From the beginning, he said he didn't like guys that were, you know, uh, also because of what happened to his ex. I think that maybe he's not ready for a relationship. I want you to hear something. Notice that they do a read. They they put a voiceover because he clearly only said the tall guys comment and they had to put in the extra stuff because they're like, oh, he sounds like a real dick. Listen, watch. Wait, let me go back to it. I'm still thinking about it, but I definitely have a few guys that I'm questioning. 
Um, Paul, from the beginning, he said he didn't like guys that Listen. were over, you know, five uh, eleven. Also, because of what happened to his ex, oh. I think that maybe he's not ready for a relationship. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like he didn't like tall people. Also, what happened with his ex? <laughs> I don't think he's there for the <laughs> there's a, there's one more clip I want to play actually before because you know what the end he gets a tie who cares here because we didn't get get to a lot the other clip that I found completely offensive was char- now this one the audio is a little bad because they're in the pool but this is another one of those Roberts and idiot ones is I liked Charlie he's a good guy he was the hashtag I don't give a fuck or something like that or I don't yeah, know what it was right I don't remember but he's in the pool and you'll hear the audio is a little hard to make out but Robert asks him how he's getting along with the other guys. I think it's a very eye-opening experience. Um, there are people who like deliberately try and get under other people's skin for their own advantage. I'm kind of disappointed because I was having an amazing time in the pool. I don't need Charlie telling me about drama in the house. You asked. You asked him. You asshole. You asshole. You asked him the question. Oh, Daniel, um, yes. what did you think of Adam's performance today? You know, other than him being really mad, I feel like maybe he was trying to sabotage us a little bit by being angry and coming in here in, in a very angry mood. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why Daniel just <laughs> wasted my time and told me that he thought Adam was shitty. I only want to hear positive <laughs> things. But what does that have to do about me? Enough about Adam. Tell me what Adam said about me. <sighs> yeah. So, so that's all we could really get to on this show. They 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 eliminate it. So what happens is they have the, the tie ceremony and they get rid of Charlie, Nick, and um Broadney. 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 Broadney, who by the way, I think with Broadney you can kind of tell Broadney just knew too much. I was gonna say that. You know, because I've yeah. have you all right. The um I'm sure you've been in a club before in your life and you've run into somebody that you might have hooked up with before casually or something like maybe you met them on grinder or maybe you had like a bad date with them or maybe you had a, that i got that feeling from that like broadening she's like yeah oh this is that guy that that we like went out to dinner and he like he was a total dick you know what i'm saying it's like i feel like they knew he's like i feel like broadening knew him like well, yeah, all Bro- he said all he said was i've seen him at the gym no, no, no. no. He says it, more. it progressed. He says more. It progresses yeah, the episode one. At the at the beginning, it's just like we have clips. You want to play them? At the beginning, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Oh, maybe that's why you look familiar. And then a little bit later, after you know Robert leaves that night, then he's like telling other people, he's like, oh, we go to the same gym. So right, I, I right. That's gym. what he said. But, but then, then he when he says, got eliminated, he said, is, "Do you have that clip when he got yeah, eliminated?" Charlie's Rodney says goodbye. Rodney goes home, or Rodney says, "Oh, Rodney says goodbye." Here we go. Robert says that he's looking for someone to be authentic. So I just want him to be authentic. He should create a space if he wants people to open up to him. Yeah, but I think it's Rodney yeah. 2 or 3, which is clip 17 or 18, that he says something like, oh, I'm not really that into Robert. I know too yeah. much about him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to play all of his clips yeah, because yeah. honestly, Rodney was hot, but he was dumb as a post. So it's just kind of like, yeah. Well, he was the one that like exercising saved his life. Isn't he the one? Yeah. Here's the, here's the other. Let me just say a few things about some of these, uh, these people. Sam, it's like as soon as Sam comes on, he's what? 31 years old. He's never had a boyfriend before. And his major complaint right off the bat is just like, I go out to bars and everyone's on their damn cell phones. And it's like, oh, you fucker. You're one of those fuckers. It's like you, you can't like go up to someone and talk. Because they're looking at their phone and you're confused by technology or something. Like, he's one of those people is just like, uh, oh, I hate those people. I hate them so much. Sam, Sam, Daniel doesn't like people who hate technology. 
I, I, I hate Luddites. Ah, oh, there's like so annoying to me. It's just like, oh, quit looking at your screen. Why don't you look up? It's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Why don't you join us in 2016, you asshole? Okay, Mary, fix your dress. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, that whole kind of like, dude, that was, that yeah, was, we didn't get into that, that was either. Too far. Adam, you're right. We might need to do more shows. Robbie. I, Robbie, now, was, this, this will mean nothing to anyone who listens to RuPaul's Drag Race recap who's listening to this show right now, probably. But now that I think about it, Robbie reminds me of a Pride 48 community member, uh, Baron Frosty. Yeah, I can see that. That is, I that is that. who Robbie reminds me of. See that. There you go. Thank yeah, you. and I, I, it was like that whole thing. But I mean, you get, I know that there was a study that just came out the other day. Uh, I'm trying to think if I want to pull this up here or not. I'll just if give you that. Gay you, one, it was a study. Say what? Oh, well, if, I, if you, uh, wah, wah. The, the study that they came out the other day that basically said like uh, for people who put like, you know, I'm only interested in masculine people in their profile that the, it turns out that that's actually most people when they read that think that you're an asshole. So it's just kind of like one of those, it's like a self-defeating kind of a thing. It's just kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just like that to me is what Sam is, right? He's one of those hyper macho, like, how dare you think I'm gay? How dare you think I'm, he's like, girl, just calm down. We all, well, actually, we all like the dick. Actually, I happen to know that Sam does run an organization that does good work with matching people with um, uh, homosexual friendly, uh, GLBT friendly um, uh, personal trainers and whatnot. Now, do they do they paint those crosswalks rainbow colors? Well, no, that's why they? Sam's not as good as Robin. Oh, okay, they well, go, yeah, they don't go and paint the crosswalks. Yeah, but even that that almost has like a, a machismo aspect to it. It's just like, yeah, I'll I'll fix you up with an LGBT trainer who's not you know who's not a Mary. <laughs> You know, like so that you can. You're be a, a Virgo, man. Daniel. I can tell. Yeah, and you know, I am so Virgo. Just, and you're conservative, know. and you're beige. <laughs> you're giving me beige right now, Daniel. <laughs> I actually really like Robbie. By the now, way, now that spray tan. Speaking of Robbie, the spray tan that he gave Nick. Yeah. That was some sabotage or something. He admits it. He's like, I want to make this guy look like he is the stupidest. You know, like most out of shape. Oh, let me just spray some lines on your stomach. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a whatever. Here's now a, you're going to have to keep your shirt on for the entire pool party. Here's the thing. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to point out is like that whole drama about taking the shirt off. We forgot to point this out. This is a fucking pool party. Of course, he's going to take his shirt off to get into the pool. It's just like they made it sound like, oh, is he going to take his shirt off? Do you think he's going to take his shirt off? He's just like, it's a it's pool so party. It's a pool party with game. And they, look, <laughs> I'm not denying that if Robert took his shirt off, I would check it out. But I wouldn't be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm coming home, Lisbeth. <laughs> and how many and how many pool parties do you go to where you're sitting there looking at one particular guy going, "Oh God, I, can't, I cannot wait." Meanwhile, I can't wait till he takes a shot. Yeah. Meanwhile, Broadney's floating by. I know. Is it, uh, is it Chad who's flexible? He has a good body. Right? Dylan is there. Dylan, He's got a hot body. I mean, there are some yeah. strangely good, not strange. There are awesome bodies there. You know, um, even Paul has a really good body, right? Yeah, He's a little tall. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying that none of them are, are <laughs> none of them are hideously out of shape or anything. That's no. the thing. They all just look a lot like each other. It's just kind of one of those. Now, there, there is one like Jansen or Jason. Sorry, not Jansen. Jason. Oh, Jason. But that's how you yes. the mistake you make is Jansen. <laughs> Jansen. Yeah, he makes I backpacks. Was, I'm looking at the. <laughs> I'm looking at the page right now, and for some reason, it looked like there was an N there. Jason. He he is a little bit more beefy. Than the others, yeah, and he sent the other beefy guy. Yeah, he sent the other beefy guy home, right? The the clueless uh, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I noticed when they were all standing up there, only like two of them are clean shaven. Everyone has stubble. It's just kind of like they're, they're like they out of what like twelve gay stubble out of twelve guys, only two of them were clean shaven, and I think they they just were incapable of growing a beard. 
it's just like even Lance Bass had a stupid stubbly thing. Anyway, Joe Batants, uh, do you have an ending for this uh, this particular show? Any final thoughts on the show, Daniel? This, I am. I know myself well enough to know that I'm going to hate watch this entire episode, this entire season. It's just kind of like one of those, like it's like Big Brother, which I cannot stand the American version of Big Brother, but I cannot stop watching it because I just hate it so much. It's like I love to hate watching it. Uh, I I have a feeling that I will be hate watching this show. Okay, then let's fucking do this. Then let's just do it, Daniel. Everyone, go to pickpete.com and choose who you think the three people you are going to think that are going to win the heart of Robert Sepulveda for um to it, th- they will find their prince charming so once again go to pickpeat.com log in set up an account and you have till uh, september 22nd i believe to choose the three candidates you think will win the heart of robert sepulveda i've already chosen mine did, did you choose uh broadney <laughs> i chose broadney charlie and nick wow and i am really had my fingers crossed wow that it's gonna be one of them yeah uh but i encourage my partners daniel in fairness, they, we, we were not going to do this show. But no, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Adam? Yes, Joe? Can I give you a tie? <laughs> I would love to accept a tie from you. I would love to continue doing this show with you, Adam. But Daniel? but you didn't ask me my opinion of the show. That's true. I don't want to know. I just want to give you a tie. My Daniel? closing. Yes. Would you like a tie? I would. Also, by the way, we have an email. Already? We do. Oh, okay. Let's hear, let's hear Adam's closing thoughts, yeah, and then ahead, we'll go Adam. to the email, and then we'll walk out of the show. All right. Adam, well, yes. Well, mine are the same as I said at the beginning, but basically... Oh, well, that makes it worth it. Yeah, I know it is. It is really. Everyone was waiting with bated breath for this. This, But I think that this is a typical reality show about, you know, just like Bachelor or whatever. So I went in expecting that, and I'm interested. I think the people are acting idiotic, um, making some really stupid decisions. And maybe it's the editing, but I think we'll just have to see going forward. I think this is a hateful show. I think Robert Sepulveda is a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible human being. Every single candidate is better than Robert Sepulveda by miles. Okay. I think any of Trump's children are better than Robert oh, Sepulveda. Oh, wow. Think, that's that's going out there now, Joe. I didn't go with Trump. I just said Trump's children. Wow. I think he's a terrible person. A ter- I, and by the way, for those of you out there, I'm not even – I have. I so have no judgment on his rent boy past that it's not even a factor in either positive or negative column. I'm talking about the shady organization. I'm thinking about all his shady business practices. I'm thinking about what a lack of charisma he has, the a stupid, shallow decisions he makes. I do not like this person. I don't know if I'm more offended as a Latino or as a homosexual. I haven't made up my mind yet. We'll determine that by the end of the show. But the, actually the candidates, I, the contestants, I actually like them. I have a problem with the producers and I have a problem with Robert Sepulveda. Well, that concludes another episode of Finding Prince Charming. You can find us. You don't want to hear the email? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we have an email that comes in from uh, Starling who writes, uh, Hey, boys, I listened to your new podcast or rather your filth reading of a new show. But the one thing I'm curious about before ever watching the show is if you have the same feeling I do. A, the boys they picked are clearly picked for their likelihood for dramatics with a chance of maybe two possible suitors. And B, but more importantly, don't you feel this bachelor is a horrible choice? Is anyone going to be sitting at home daydreaming about him? Don't get me wrong. He's handsome, but he looks like the stereotypical hot older gay who's single because his life is too fabulous and he thinks he deserves a young Abercrombie model boyfriend or an A-lister gay equivalent. That's not bitterness talking. That's a decade of being a gay man who has lived 15 years in New York City, Atlanta, and L.A. and paid attention to those surrounding him. Can't wait for the show. Uh, Starling. He looks like if Bojack Horseman was a person. <laughs> I think that I think that um, was a very accurate description of, of what he sounds like. I, I Coming from Dallas, I, I have met many people like that. In fact, I'm almost positive that You're that, positive? That guy from Dallas, Paul, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, I think I've met him before or seen him in a club in Dallas when I used Maybe to live Maybe his there. boyfriend was on your airplane. You know, not only are all his exes 5'11 and, uh, or less, all of his exes live in Texas. 